This week, we explain why wallet chains are a must-have when you're skanking in the pit. Stay tuned! Welcome to On The Upbeat. I'm Matt. I'm RJ Phoenix, and we are here to talk to you about some music. Right, Matt? We do. We actually have a, a lot of music. <laughs> it's just us this week, so that means yeah. we're we're doing a little bit uh, sort of exploring around the ska world a little bit more when we don't have guests. Yeah, um, it's always a fun time. So we're actually going to try to do these more once a month. Um, where we just, you know, it's just us. Uh, if we do have a guest, maybe it'll be a repeat guest or someone to just hang out. But Yeah, um, someone that can just chill and talk about, you know, whatever. Yeah, because we, we want to make sure we have time for things like Scott Around the World and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, RJ, how's your week going? Oh, this week, I tell you, Matt. This week <laughs> has been a tough one. Um, um, is it? So, you know, we, we lost Mr. Pants recently and, you know, we've been thinking, do we get another cat? Do we not get another cat? Uh, so we decided to split the difference and we're fostering a kitten right now. Wait, you split a cat in half? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> That's it's wrong, old, RJ. It's Solomon trick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, RJ. <laughs> it's not okay. Uh, so we got this little kitten who, of course, we can't introduce to our, our cat Ramona yet because mm. um, we haven't decided if we're keeping it. And that's a whole process with that. But I've had cats my entire life, Matthew. This cat <laughs> smells so bad. <laughs> uh, we're we're keeping a... him in our guest room. And every time we walk in, we're like, oh, what's up, stinky? We just, <laughs> we just call him stinky now. And he's like a tiny little runty cat, oh, but uh, but we so we've been doing that. We still, of course, have been uh, we we planted some raspberries and blackberries for our cat Logan in his honor. We got a little sign that said Logan's berries that we put out near the potted plants. He loved raspberries, uh, and and yeah, so that's been kind of like you know what's been going on. But I did forget to talk about one awesome thing I did last month. Oh yeah, what? I put in a light switch all on my own. Woo! I know. Wow. I'm impressed because I guarantee I would not do it. Wouldn't even try. Yeah, we, we so we got these outdoor lights, and the HOA is like, we need these lights on, you know, when it's dark out. And me and my wife got sick of flipping the switch because it's in the garage. Mm. So we found out one that you could just put the time into and tell it one to turn on and off automatically. Because we tried those little light sensor things, and it yeah. never quite worked well in the outdoor light wells. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of YouTube video watching and some calling of my pops, who is like the smartest man alive when it comes to home improvement. <laughs> but uh, eventually I got it and it works and the garage hasn't burnt down yet. So I'm thinking I did a pretty good job. <laughs> I, I, I would say that's a marker of uh, you did a good job when you didn't burn it down. Yeah, uh, 42 very... years old and I'm finally getting to, you know, real life skills. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff they should be teaching kids in school. Not like math. What's up with that? Like any <laughs> anything past like basic math, like algebra one, anything past that is like I find completely useless in real life. <laughs> I mean, geometry um, is OK, but yeah, algebra two, boo, you don't need that. <laughs> um, You know, yeah, because like I would even say like whatever math you need to balance your checkbook. But then I was like, 
no one balances a checkbook anymore. That's not a thing. <laughs> no, it's just it, 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 you don't need to worry about it because it happens so fast now. Because who writes a check anymore? So yeah. you don't got to think about it. Yeah. The oh. uh, yeah. I in fact I for whatever reason I can't remember the, the distinct. I think we were having technical issues. Like issues we had to like renew um, the um, registration of my wife's car. And, oh yeah. And for whatever reason, we couldn't do it online. We're having all sorts of like technical issues, and it was getting close to the date. <clears throat> so my wife was like, "Just, just we'll mail it in." But I'm like, "Oh, but that means we're gonna send a check, and that means I gotta... means I gotta find the checkbook." <laughs> exactly, and I've gotta like, we have to like mentally know where we are financially because there's two hundred dollars floating out around there, you know. Um, <laughs> so it's like, uh, what am I gonna do? So, but, you know, it fine. <laughs> uh, you, did you, were you at an age that you, when you started sort of being financially independent, that you did balance your checkbook like you had, like you wrote? Oh, out? no, Matt, I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I should have 100% I am of that age. <laughs> did I? No. My, I mean, I even paid extra to my bank to not give me overdraft fees as long as there was money in my savings account because that's how big of an idiot I was with my checking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is worth like the 50 bucks up front a year rather than getting hit with it because I overdrew my $3 later like eight times, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, I'll pay for that. <laughs> yeah, um... How's your week been, man? How's everything been going with you and your family? Um, I mean, good. I mean, as good as it can be, still pretty much, you know, in lockdown mode. And say, oh, yeah. You know, uh, kids are homeschooling or, you know, distance learning. And, um, yeah, same old, same old, nothing too exciting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, nothing too too bad. Check story was probably the most interesting thing that's happened all week. Um, you know, and obviously we have a new cat, which I feel like we're always learning new things about. And oh yeah, and how is little Mochi? Um, he's doing good. Like he's just very, you know, I can tell when he, um, you know, t just got done napping because he comes out and he's full of energy, and just, oh yeah, just which. You know, great at entertaining himself for the most part. Just runs around the house like, wee! Uh, and our youngest kid, he doesn't seem to, like, understand that animals are, like... Even though it's a domesticated animal, but they're still unpredictable and weird and they don't have patterns. Like, oh, especially cats, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they... You know, because he's trying to, like, follow the cat and play with the cat and figure out the cat. And I'm like, there's... No, he's like, oh, he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to be around me right now. Or, or he doesn't like me. And I'm like, no, don't take it personally. He, and but but he's you know he's sitting next to you. Why is he not sitting? Uh, oh, like there's no right. And then he, you know, he will sit next to our youngest. The cat will sit next to our youngest, and then our youngest will go. Oh, he likes me now. I'm like, I think he always liked you. I just think he's a cat and he's all over the place and just, yeah, you know, it's like there's no rhyme and reason the way this cat behaves. He um, won't go to the place you most want him to go. Right. That's, I mean, that's sort of... <laughs> that's about the only rule with the cat. <laughs> yeah. The, I want you here. I'm not going to go. I'll go every place yeah. else except for there. <laughs> yes. And when you're not thinking about me wanting 
you know, yeah. wanting me next to you, that's when I'll be next to you because you're not wanting it. Somehow yeah. the cat knows. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about cats. Like, yeah, they're, they're unpredictable. Um, and our, uh, our foster daughter, she got the cat, like a little sweater thing, like, <laughs> and, it, and it tries, it just want, it looks so miserable with it on. <laughs> and it's mostly cause it forces the, the cat's head down. Like, oh no. Cause it's, Does it got like a little hood or something yeah. on it. And so oh, when, okay, it, yeah. when it walks, it kind of like, looks like it's like walking all sad because it yeah. just like has its little head down i'll try to i'll try to get it on video and, and see if we can get it up <laughs> on the instagram um but yeah and i just like oh and one time like we were megan and i were hanging out in our bed and the cat like walked in and it had the sweater on and then all of a sudden we look over and it's got like one arm out of it and we're like <laughs> Oh, we'll just take it the rest of the way. <laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you look so miserable. So, um, yeah. So, that's what's been going on. All right. So, we do have a lot of shows, so we're going to get into that right now. Uh, but before we do, I do want to remind you all that you can help out um, on the Upbeat financially. If you want to donate to us, just go to um, KO dash fi.com slash on the upbeat and you can donate to us um you know it help pays for things and um you know keeps the show going and we want to help the show grow and we appreciate everyone who has donated so far and you know what if you can't make a financial donation just share about the podcast rate and review yeah. it on itunes or wherever you listen and uh tell your friends all right so Let's get into some ska news. Yeah. Rude girls and rude boys too. Grab that frightens and mess and tell them we're telling you. I'm sorry, I'm hurt, but again, you're about to piss me in ska news. Yes, ska news, where we tell you about the latest releases. And uh, maybe shows that are happening or anything happening in the Skull world. And we tell you about it here. So this week, um, or uh, I guess sort of the end of last week, it was announced <laughs> from Bad Time Records that uh, they are releasing Cat Bites' uh, first album on a second release vinyl. Um, let's see, I have the number. So they're putting out 300 just regular black vinyls. And uh, 200, Baby Pink, now from, now that was sort of late last week that they announced that. And as of like yesterday, I think they only had like, I don't know, like 60 left. And I, I didn't check today to see if they posted how many they have <laughs> left of the, of the Baby Pink. I do know that I'm getting one because oh nice I jokingly put on uh, Facebook uh, if anyone wants to get me the cat bite vinyl, uh, for my birthday, cause that's coming up, uh, go right ahead. And Tara Han commented and she said, only if I can get you the baby pink one. And I said, I wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> so, uh, she, she bought me it and I got an email saying I'm getting that. So, Very um, nice. let's see these, uh, it says these will ship at the end of February of 2021 uh 
And, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check out Catbite. We've played them on this podcast. I can't believe yeah, we've, you. We've had them on. Yeah, yeah, if you've listened to this, whether it's, you know, they were on or someone, you know, played their song in Scott Picks, you guys know Catbite. Yeah, um, great. And th- just for those of you out there who are part of the Bad Time Records, um, like, record club. The There's only, like, 25 of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just in case you're all... 25 listening to this podcast <laughs> this this release does not count as part of that oh, yeah, record yeah, yeah. club since it's a second printing yeah. all right so all right um let's see oh next skatu network this week skatu network announced they are doing um ska goes emo volume two uh they didn't announce an actual release date they basically dropped a new single on January 27th and said it's coming soon. So if you liked the last uh, Ska Goes Emo um, album, I I imagine you'll like this one. Yeah, so, they had uh, some fun tunes on it. So they uh, dropped a, a single, like I said, on January 27th, and you can find it on Spotify and all streaming service. And But you know what? Let's take a, a second and listen to a little bit of it now. Ooh. The song is called... Yeah. Your generation. It's been three whole years of me thinking about you every day. Sometimes for hours, sometimes in passing. Saw you from the bottom of the staircase. Stood out for hours as you complain about how you haven't seen your friends yet. That you're too drunk to stand and you not knowing if you could love them forever. Bullshit, you fucking miss me. There I said it. Guess I'll talk to you in a few. Awesome. So make sure you go check that out on yeah, um, uh, Spotify or wherever you stream it. The original is by a band called Modern Baseball. I literally just looked that up. <laughs> awesome. Because I did look it up and could not find it. Um, and I'm usually pretty good at finding things on the internet. Um, but yeah, make sure you check that out. Scottoon Network. Ska Goes Emo Volume 2 coming soon. Uh, I, I kind of assume they're going to drop it sometime in February. That's, that's sort of my feeling. I, that, probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right. So, um, third. So, I got an email today from a band in the UK from Kent. Um, they're, I guess, from a town called Kent in the UK. I'm not uh, really good at locations in the UK, but <laughs> not sure how far or where it is, you know, according Relative to, to, the to cities, Lo- you know. like London or something like that. But, <laughs> you know, um, so I got this email and it's this band called 3D BS Down. So I was like, I'll check it out. I checked out the album. Sounds pretty good. And so, yeah. Uh, 3D BS Down dropped a new album on January 25th on all streaming platforms. It's called Get Your Retaliation In First. Um, they also released a video for their song 
Count to a Million. And so we're going to check out that song, Count to a Million, right now. Here we go. That uh, is yeah, I like that a lot. It's definitely in my wheelhouse. Um, I'm gonna have to look into them. Yeah, thank you, Pat. So yeah, it just uh, came out January. Oh gosh, what was it? Sorry, January 25th. You can find it, like I said, find it on all streaming platforms. Uh, the album is called "Get Your Retaliation In First. The band is 3D BS Down. Um, I'm sure that stands for something, and maybe uh, eventually decibels, probably. Oh, ri- wow. You're smarter than I am. <laughs> ah, I took some communications classes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, check out all those things. Catbite, Scottoo Network, 3D, BS Down. And uh, we also wanted to mention that this Friday is Bandcamp Friday. So that means on Friday, on, I think it's the first Friday... Or once, at least once a month First on a Friday. Friday of each month, uh, usually, and I know they're doing it at least uh, February, March, April of this year again. Yeah. Uh, so far, since they instituted this, January is the only month that they've skipped. Uh, but all the proceeds um, from like digital music go directly to the bands without Bandcamp taking their cut. Yeah. So if you want to support some bands this Friday is a good time to do it. And by the way, when I say this Friday, I mean February 5th. Yes. <laughs> in case uh 2021 in case yeah. you're listening somewhere in the future. Um yes. Uh so do that support bands. Uh that's always awesome. And uh yeah. And if if you want to support a charity and you like ska music, uh there is this uh charity group called Specialized Project. They just got all their music up on Bandcamp this last week, oh, uh, awesome. and they do covers. They've been doing it since 2012. All the money goes towards uh, teen cancer research, and the first album was a bunch of ska bands doing covers of the specials. The second one was English Beat. The third one was Madness, and I think they've done The Clash. They've done a whole bunch of covers, a whole bunch of bands you've heard of, a lot of you might not have heard of, uh, but they, they do a lot of good work over there, so... It's a good one to support if you're looking for something to buy. It's like 20 bucks. You get like 40 songs for uh, each each compilation. <laughs> it's pretty rad. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Yeah. So lots of good things happening in the ska world this week or these past couple weeks. Make sure you check it all out. 
All right, so we're going to have a discussion, more of, basically, it's like not even really a discussion. We're just going to play some songs that we like in a certain category. Talk about them, yeah. And uh, so this week's category is, what are some of your favorite album openers? And we've both picked three. So, I mean, the criteria I use, so obviously it's the first track on the album, album opener. Yes. And it for me, it's like, Songs that like really pull you in and also sort of define the the overall sound of the rest of the album and do it well. That was sort of like my thinking. What, did you sort of have similar thinking when you were picking songs? Well, okay. So that's very similar to what I was thinking. I was like, it's got to be a good, good track that makes you want to listen to the whole album. Secondly, I mean, for the purposes of this podcast, it has to be a ska song. <laughs> Or a Scott Punk song. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which which uh, the first thing I was like, oh, I'll, like I got these for days, and I was like, oh, not not a lot of those are are Scott Punk bands. <laughs> and then sometimes I would go to it, and I'd be like, oh no, I I I, I think I should pick one, you know, because I have a lot, but I was like, I think I should pick one that's actually like more of a Scott Punk song rather than a rock song or a punk song with horns. Like I should definitely keep it ska or ska punk. So right. that helped me whittle down to about five, which then and we were like, well, three, I was like, all right, let's go back and listen to these. Let's make sure they're <laughs> as strong as I remember. And that really helped me make my decision for exactly. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure I've played one of the other songs for my Scott pick of the week once too. Yeah. So just to keep things varied. Yeah, uh, I, I do feel bad about the one I had to kick out my number four, but <laughs> I think my three are pretty solid. So also, like you had like this criteria where you're like you sort of whittle, whittled it down. So oh, yeah. when I suggested that we talk about doing this topic before yeah. and uh, I think I don't remember if I mentioned it, but I knew the first time we talked about doing this topic before. My first pick, the song I'll play is the first song I thought of. And it kind of <laughs> was the only song. I like held on to like when we do this topic, I'm doing this song because <laughs> I think it speaks miles, not only to that album that it's off of to the band itself. And, um, so I was like, and then today I was like, Oh, I still got to pick two other songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started thinking, I actually just started scrolling through and yeah. like, um, you know, all the music on my phone. I was just scrolling through and then I just started thinking, and I didn't even, so I was scrolling through, but I, when I would think of a band, I would go to it. I didn't, like, see the band and then think, oh, that song? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I was just actively scrolling, and then finally was like, oh, yeah, wait, I want to pick this song, because I do remember liking this a lot. So, um, I wanted to pick some stuff out, like, like I didn't want to pick... The big hits, like, I didn't want to pick, like, Real Big Fish, even though I still feel like if this were, like, a top ten of album openers, I'd probably yeah. still put that in there. Or, like, Goldfinger, you know, uh, Superman, like, I feel like everyone would know those or pick those, so I wanted the, But I also didn't want to do songs we've always talked about on this show, like, very modern songs. Yeah. So I still ended up in the late 90s for the most part um so yeah all right so let's get to it uh rj why don't you tell us about your first pick 
Oh, my first one because should come as uh, almost zero surprise to anybody who's been paying attention to what I like and what I listen to. Uh, it is ME330, the song Wide Awake, which is the first song off their 1997 album, Chumps on Parade. Technically, I could play the whole song because it's yeah. not that much. <laughs> I know, it's, like, it's so short. It's not that much longer. But yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, uh, I used to listen to this album first thing I woke up for for about a year or two when I worked uh, at like 4 a.m. when I had to be at work. And uh, yeah, no, that was that's a song that'll get you out of bed when you're, when you're on your short drive <laughs> down to the office like real quick. That'll, that'll wake you right up. All right, pick number two. Oh, all right, all right. So, uh, unsurprisingly, this is another album that I listened to constantly for a short time. Uh, this was the time in between when uh, Trump got elected to when he got inaugurated. Every day at work, I'd listen to this on my iPod. Uh, I was a little late to the game on this band. It's the Arrogant Sons of Bitches, uh, the first track off their album, Three Cheers for Disappointment. It's called The Last Bell I Will Ever Hear. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it kind of just goes right into the next song, doesn't it? Yeah, and they're both pretty short intro songs for their respective albums. Um, but it's it's it, they do, I think, both fall into what you were saying you were looking for as far as songs that do a good representation of the whole album, too, that right. setting the stage for what's to come. Um, so those are two albums I'd say listen to if you haven't before. <laughs> and, 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 and going in a completely different direction for my third pick uh is is the steady 45's album trouble in paradise the opening track uh maria julia is a song i can listen to over and over again and it's just it's a perfect introduction to the rest of the album as well
Yeah, I've always been a big fan of like lounge and like Exotica and stuff like that. And I think that song kind of like brings in that influence with the ska as well. So, oh, yeah, I, I freaking love that song so much. <laughs> awesome. So it's would fun. you say that if you were going to make a full list, like maybe like a, a full top 10, would these three absolutely be on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These three would actually absolutely be on, yeah. even if it wasn't uh, related to Ska or Ska Punk. These would still be on my top 10. Okay. Right. Yeah. That was more, yeah. So I definitely think these three for me uh, would definitely be on the list of, you know, good Ska openers. I'm not sure they would necessarily be one, two, three necessarily but i know they'd end up on that list <laughs> um mostly because like i all of these bands i didn't find because of the radio necessarily yeah. i basically found them because other friends were into them actually oh, the cool. last band i honestly don't know why maybe i had heard of them <laughs> they definitely weren't on the radio i can't remember any friend specifically playing them or recommending them but maybe i'd heard the name before but we'll get more to that in a second so the first song i want to pick like i said is this a song that i immediately thought <laughs> of when we thought of this topic and it's because i have joked about the lyrics on this album multiple times or on this song being like you know the the lyrics are very tongue-in-cheek so the song's about like manifest destiny and it you know um i mean the chorus like has like basically i forget the actual wording right off the top of my head right now but like it's like raping steep steal and kill in the name of jesus like it's this tongue-in-cheek thing that's just like not an easy listen to if you're like not really paying attention so um it's from the band five round frenzy off their 1997 album upbeats and beatdowns and uh the song is called the old west <laughs> So here's a song that if you like someone who didn't necessarily get that the song's a little bit tongue in cheek. Uh, is this song talking about raping and killing Indians <laughs> for Jesus? Like, what is going on with this song? And yeah, it it opens the album, you know, um, and it's so it's not only telling of the album overall, but it's very telling of Five Round Frenzy, you know, their first album, you know, and being coming up in the Christian music scene, like it really sort of like 
solidified like this is who we are here you go (laughs) (laughs) and um uh yeah so i think i think of that song every time this subject comes up if you talk you know just like definitely gonna grab you obviously it's got high energy and you know fast ska punk and so that's great and and uh energetic and and it does sort of tell you what the rest of the album's kind of like yeah yeah those horns (laughs) pop right off at the start there too which is great um so this next song so this would be a song from a band i i obviously always knew of um in the mid 90s or early 90s and stuff but didn't didn't really get into until after like scott was dying and i don't distinctly remember why i mean i'm sure it probably the album came out and i walked into a record store and on the day the album came out or near it and just saw it and said, Oh, it's the newest, it's the newest dance hall crashers record. So, Oh, nice. So I'm like, even though I hadn't been like, I didn't really know them too well. I know my friend had, um, you know, uh, um, honey, I'm homely. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, I don't know. I, I didn't distinctly listen, but I'm like, oh, Dancehall Crashers, everyone loves them. I'll check it out. Yeah. And so um, it's off their 1999 album, Purr, and I just, well, well, we'll play the song and then I'll tell you what I liked about it. Oh, good. I didn't mention, but the song is called Beverly Kills. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure it's not about a cat. Because um, the <laughs> album is called Purr, and it does have a cat on it with nah, e- evil, a little black and white kitty. And with evil red eyes. So I, I, it could be about the cat. It could be just the metaphor, you know? Because it does, I think the song has lyrics about, like, has her paws on you and stuff like that. So. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I definitely like it because, you know, those drums come in and then their vocals and they have a very distinct vocal sound. Um, and then. Oh, yeah, they definitely did. And then that, you know, guitar slide, you know, it just like pulls you right into it. And yeah. And that and that's like and it's probably because I kind of discovered this album on my own, but that's like my favorite dancehall crashers record <laughs> um usually people uh um go between uh the other two like um honey i'm homely oh. and um really lockjaw. i never hear anyone talk about honey i'm homely it's usually either, either the old record or lockjaw i pe- yeah. hear people talk about most yeah i mean it, which they're I, all good though yeah exactly <laughs> they're not like none of them are like terrible um <laughs> But yeah, that's uh that's my second song. So this oh this last band, 
Yeah, this uh, is the curious one. This is one I have to... You built this up in such a weird way. I... <laughs> so, like, um, yeah, I don't remember why or where I picked up this album. I'm not entirely sure, like, <laughs> I had heard of them before. So maybe it was just, like, the album cover or maybe... maybe I, I have a feeling I saw them, like, thanked in another album liner notes and then saw them in the saw the album in the store and picked up what i could like maybe that was sort of it um because i used to comb through things and and just Mm -hmm. sort of you know and i would definitely remember oh that band um (laughs) and um so yeah um and i feel like because this is their like i guess it's the second of their three albums but the third album is very not them even this album is not like the second the first one so okay so enough, enough all right now i'm thoroughly enough. confused <laughs> you'll, you'll know exactly so okay. this song is called lost it from an album called uh heads are gonna roll by the hippos this this album and yeah. for years for years i mean i thought i had this like undiscovered gem <laughs> of like no one knows about this album <laughs> uh and then i more actively got into the ska scene around 2010 and uh everyone knows it and all they all love it <laughs> so oh, yeah yeah yeah. i remember this album came out and and uh i had a friend that worked at a record store and she gave me the store copy with the little golden stamp on the cover that says not for resale <laughs> <laughs> but i can give it away yeah she could give it away. well a lot of those places would still sell them as used but she just gave it to me she's yeah. she was a sweetheart because she's like yeah you like these guys don't you i'm like yeah i do <laughs> so but like uh yeah so that was I honestly cannot remember distinctly how I found them or why I picked up the album, you know, because obviously they didn't. Yeah, it's a good album, but, you know, it didn't it wasn't having radio airplay, at least not big at the time. And it's from 1999. So Ska was kind of on its way out. Yeah, it's on the down slope for sure. As you can tell, but it's not a very Ska album. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, and uh yeah but it's got very strong melodies and just a lot of energy in that song Um, such a catchy record yes yes all right so those are some good album openers um yeah so 
make sure you check out all those bands. Uh, we'll, we'll put these um, in the ska favorites uh, um, playlist. That list is getting so big. I checked I know. it out. What is like? <laughs> it's like fourteen hours. Hour? <laughs> it's like fourteen hours long or something. Fourteen like hours that. long. Something yeah, like I was that. Just like, well, when was the last time? I checked that out. I was like, holy <laughs> hell. <laughs> I occasionally just put it on and listen to it and just put it on um, shuffle. Um, oh, quality stuff. But I, by two I, ska awesome guys like me and you. <laughs> um, I had thought like maybe we should like do a volume two, like start a volume two at some point. I was one time going to ask you if we should make two different lists, one for ska around the world and one for ska favorites. And I'm like, I don't want to put Matt through separating all that stuff out. <laughs> oh, there would be no way in hell I would go back and do that. We would we would just basically hit a point and go, that's what we're doing now. <laughs> and I'd be like, meh. It's in, it's in order. I did, when I put them in the list, it's in the order that they appear on the show. So you yeah. should be able to if you're... But anyway, so I did. I I am often wondering, like, if it's just too long, because there's no way anyone's gonna listen to all of it uh, at fourteen hours. Where I think um, I might be wrong about how people listen to Spotify. This is this is this is RJ is an old man and doesn't (laughs) understand things. So. My whole thing, you know, a good Spotify list, you know, it's it's like a good mixtape, you know. Sure. You come in anywhere between like an hour and 90 minutes. You, you have songs that work well together, that flow from one song to the next. You know, kind of like how I build 23 Minutes of Ska. Sure. And um, I think that's not how – I think people just go to a list that's huge and hit shuffle. I, I do think that. I'm just wondering if ours is too huge. <laughs> well, I know there's this guy who makes one that is always like all the ska and Rocksteady and ska punk releases for a year. And he makes like this gigantic list. Wow. And and people love it because I see him talking about it on Reddit and people love it. And I'm like, it took me so long to wrap my head around it. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I just that's like. I, I don't, that's just not how I want to, if someone's going to take the time to make a list, I want them to make a list, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I know ours is like 14 hours, but it, there is some more thought to it. You sure. know, it's like what we think are good songs, what our guests thinks are good songs worth exploring for people, which I think is great. It's just not like, Oh, here's every, you know, Scott punk release from the first six months of 2020. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, plus I think also different generations um, listen to music differently. So yeah. the generation sort of behind us, they started their, they started with the, you know the, uh, now that's what I call music generation or the generation behind us. Those uh, damn millennials. <laughs> and uh, where when that came out, when you know. Basically, when I the first time I saw like now that's what I call music, I was like, "So someone just made a mixtape, right? That's yeah. all this is. <laughs> can I have this job, please? Can someone give me this? I can do this. <laughs> I can look at the top forty charts <laughs> and just put them on a CD. <laughs> um, so which you know, so like that's a nat, you know, Spotify and playlist and you know." 
in general was a natural progression yeah. to how we sort of you pull in music, you know, and a lot of I'm, you know, um, but I, as long as it sparks like you then getting into specific bands, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think it's just a different way, but it's just yeah. it took me a good couple months to wrap my head around. <laughs> Like, okay, buddy, you made this gigantic list. What's anybody ever going to do with that? That takes more than a work day to listen to. <laughs> right. And then this is like, shuffle. Yeah. Got it. Just, it just, yeah. All right. So enough, enough of uh, RJ's old man. <laughs> ranting at the clouds. Um, <laughs> ranting at the cloud. <laughs> All right. So let's do some ska around the world. Hello, this is your captain speaking. We've reached our cruising altitude of 5,446 feet. I've turned off the fasten seatbelt sign. You are now free to ska around the world. RJ, where are we landing this week? This week we're landing in Helsinki, Finland. Awesome. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that we haven't covered a Finnish band before, and I, I have a good one for us. They're called the Valkyrians or the Valkyrians. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but uh, I know it when I see it, and I love them. They're a Rocksteady ska band. They actually got their start in 2004. It was originally a group of friends who had a deep love of Jamaican music, and they actually joined together to play a joint birthday party for the drummer and the bass player at the time. Uh, they did an EP. They got a lot of local attention for one of their songs off that EP, which made it to their next first full-length album, 2006. The name of the song is I Don't Want to Go Home, and it is from that album called High and Mighty. to that i forgot to come back <laughs> i realized like oh i maybe we may be listening to that song too long that's pretty good yeah they're a fun band so uh, off the strength of that release they started the tour around scandinavia and central europe a lot more uh they they won a finnish music award for most danceable band which is it was not actually the finnish grammys but like more like an MTV Music Award kind of so that award. Level, sure, still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still it's still a very cool award. Yeah. Uh, over the next few years, they released another full-length album in 2009 called "Beat of the Street," and they also did a covers album with their takes of uh, 70s and 80s punk and new wave bands that influenced them that weren't necessarily ska bands. Sure. In uh, 2011, called "Punk Rock Steady." Uh, listen to it. It's got a lot of fun tracks on it. Um, but the band continued on, obviously. Uh, in 2015, they released their last album so far called Rock My Soul. And this song was just my personal favorite off that album. It's called New Sheriff in Town.
that that intro had a very um like surf vibe yeah. uh the drums reminded me of like wipeout and then the guitar you know that soul surf vibe pretty cool yeah, no, I, I was really, I really enjoyed it. I, I think especially, uh, I know I didn't play a song off it, but their 2009 Beat of the Street, that, that album, I just listened to the whole way through like five times. And I'm like, oh, I always like to play something early and then something more recent. And damn, this is, this is what, this album is stuck right in the middle. Uh, <laughs> but it's really, really enjoyable. Uh, so they, they're still together. I, I know I uh, talked about the Specialized Project earlier. They are a band that's pretty much on all those comps so far doing a cover of a song and they've just put out a seven inch on uh grover records in 2018 called poor boy poor boy reggae which isn't on spotify that's why i had to go for a song off rock my soul but they're, they're a fun band from finland and uh yeah it's the valkarians hope you enjoyed awesome yeah buddy thank you for that no problem all right so um we haven't done this uh, segment in a while and hopefully when we have these sort of more hostful episodes we'll get to doing it more um we've always wanted to do some ska history uh usually either we get you up on a, an event or maybe an artist or a band um this week we're going to talk about um the legendary artist prince buster um hell yeah his name always comes up in conversations about uh, the early days of ska in Jamaica. So I figured I'd do a little bit of a deeper dive. Now keep in mind, I did not do all this research myself. I basically did a Google search, pulled up a couple articles, and I'm going to read those articles back to you with the appropriate <laughs> information about his life and career. It's basically what this is. I will put them, yeah, um, put it in show notes. So just know that when you, if it sounds like I'm reading directly from something, I am, um, and I'll put that in the show notes. So don't, you know, don't think I did all this great work about <laughs> searching out his life. Standing um, on the shoulders of giants. Yes. So uh, <laughs> basically, you know, I read a New York Times article and then I'm telling you about that article is <laughs> basically what it is. <laughs> um, all right. So... Um, Prince Buster, his real name is, um, Cecil Campbell. Uh, he was born on the island of Jamaica on May 28th, 1939, the son of a railway worker. While in his teens, Campbell, um, simultaneously pursued two quite separate careers, boxing and singing. Now, boxing is where he got his name Prince Buster. Eventually, he gave up boxing, and a talent he had learned as a kid, um, leading a gang in one of Kingston's toughest neighborhoods. Although it would hold, um, it would hold him to good steed once he opened his sound system. Now, I think the reason it brings up sort of that boxing would be a good thing for him. When sound systems, when he started his own sound system, and I'll explain what a sound system is in a second, but just know there was a lot of fighting over uh, different sort of crews and sound systems. So, like, um, what a sound system is, uh, and this wasn't actually in thing, I just sort of had to sort of 
I watched a video and I kind of looked some stuff up. So I'm sort of like going off a of memory here, but I do want to tell people what sound system is. So like a sound, think of like, um, you know, like a, a DJ crew, you know, the MC and the, the DJ, they're playing records. Um, so like in Jamaica, they would get these records and they would play them. Um, you know, it actually started when bands would like take a break. And so people would set up their own like sound system because people wanted to keep on dancing in the street all night. And so like this way they could just set up a record player. Someone could DJ. And so there were different like crews and they would like sell food outside and people would come and hang out and dance. But doing that in the streets, there were sort of like rival sound systems and that's yeah, just it got what, competitive. Yeah. So it got competitive. That's so that's what it, so there was some fighting maybe. And that's sort of what the article is alluding to, uh, how his fighting. They would, they would go so far as to take records and scratch off all the information so that they would be the only person that knew that record to play it at their sound system. Uh-huh. So someone couldn't look over the shoulder and be yeah. like, Oh, he's playing that. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Like, nope, you can't, you don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, it was nuts, man. And I did, I even heard, heard, like, they would record, you know, eventually when people started getting, actually recording their own music and stuff like that, they would just record and make one copy of it for uh-huh. them, for their own sound system, their own, uh, you know, music crew. Um, so he eventually moved, uh, Prince Buster uh, eventually moved on to singing. He made his singing debut at the Glass Bucket Club in the mid-50s. And fronted a number of now long forgotten groups, obviously. And that was the other thing, like, because media wasn't what it is now, like, there isn't a lot of early interviews with him or anything like that. So, um, by 1959, uh, Prince Buster understood the sound system bus- business inside and out and s- set off his own. He began uh, by opening a record store. Uh, Buster's Buster's Record Shack, and then set up the Voice of the People sound system. The following year, the young entrepreneur uh, took the next logical step and produced his first uh, debut single, an instrumental called Little Honey. Now it's credited to a group called Buster's Group, and it had a trio of, of singers, uh, it immediately got, um, you know, popular and, uh, and a sound far removed from the American R&B swamping the sound systems at the time. Uh, and they eventually made a second recording of this with lyrics, um, this time including vocalist uh, uh, Derek Morgan, uh, Owen Gray, and the Folks Brothers. Um, so yeah, so like basically they added lyrics to the song that they first put out. Yeah. Um, One of the the weird things, uh, well, not weird things, interesting things about all these old, old original Sky guys is they had so many different aliases and different variations on how they would put their names on stuff too. Yeah. You almost like want to tear your hair out trying to figure out who, <laughs> who's who. who, is who. Yeah. And uh, like, okay, I want to go, I want to listen to all the Prince Buster stuff. I was like, oh, good luck. I hope you have a couple weeks to research to even find all what that is and then, yeah. then go for it. Yeah. By the end of the 60s, Ska had given away to a slower rock steady beat, a closer predecessor to reggae. Prince Buster adapted notably with his series of singles, 
using his Judge Dredd character. So, like, yeah. Judge Dredd was this character that um, basically he would put... So, like, there's this tune... We, we overuse it now. Rude Boy today tends to mean someone who's in the ska. Like, that's yeah. kind of, like, what it means today. But back then, it actually meant the individuals who would go around and fighting and just go up to other sound systems and like destroy it, like cause a lot of chaos and fighting in the streets. So like the rude boys. Um, uh, so judge dread was handing, you know, is a fictional character handing down these sentences to stop the rude boys, um, you know, and put them in these long-term prison sentences and in quotes, to save the black nation. Um, that's a quote from the article. Uh, <laughs> it's not my wording. I think that's just, yeah. you know, the artistic expression. Um, so I want to listen to to the song Judge Dread, And uh, we'll check it out right now. Session, will you please stand? First, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Judge Hundred Years. Some people call me Judge Dredd. Now, I am from Ethiopia. Try hard, you rude boys, for shooting black people. In my court, on the guitar. I'm Bex, and I am the root boy today. Who got this? Yes, sir. Root boy Adolphus Jakes. Yes, sir. Root boy Emmanuel. So yeah, you know, so they put the root boys in trial and sentenced them, and yeah, um, that's part of something I need to do a Scott history on something soon. That's part of the whole music war between Derek Morgan and Prince Buster. Yeah. And kind of like the East Coast, West Coast rap rivalry, they kind of did the same thing at that time. And if that yeah. intro sounds familiar, the specials use it on Soup and Marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, so by the early 70s, Prince Buster gave up producing music and um, sort of went on to do other business ventures, included uh, record stores and a jukebox company, and he moved to Miami. The punk era of rock fans were introduced to Prince Buster through One Step Beyond, the title track of the 1979 album by the the English ska band Madness, which was a uh, sped-up remake of the uh, instrumental Prince Buster release in 1964. I actually think a lot of people don't normally know that that Madness song uh, one step beyond is a, yeah, not an I've, original. I've, I found that out a couple times when people would be like, "Look at this band covering One Step Beyond by Madness," and then I would post a a video of Prince Buster like, and then the Prince Buster in his time machine covered it too. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, the group Madness had even taken their name from uh, one of Prince Buster's songs, "Madness Is Gladness." Um, and its first single, sing, ah, single 
was The Prince, a tribute to him. Other ska revival groups like The Specials, The English Beat, uh, recorded Prince Buster songs as well. Um, Prince Buster returned to the occasional performing from the 1980s in early 2000s, and he made some new recordings in the 1990s in a modest comeback. And a commercial for Levi's helped him get a top 30 hit in Britain in 1998. A remake of the song Wine and Grind. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, I mean, there's so much, like, stuff that we could get into um, about, like, I think maybe we'll do some Scott history in the future about that sort of, like, uh, rivalry between those. I can't talk right now. <laughs> it's okay you're not on a podcast people are listening <laughs> to <laughs> exactly rivalry um we're too difficult folks um but before we sort of end this let's um check out a uh prince buster song also i think covered by another band that so maybe this will be a surprise to you that it's not originally by that <laughs> band um this song is called enjoy yourself it's good to be wise when you're young You can only be young, but for once Enjoy yourself and have lots of fun Serve God and live, my friend, and it will never done such a good song definitely that's a song that gets stuck in my head and i'm always happy to have it there (laughs) all right so we have come to the end of another episode um and we thank you for hanging out with us this week yeah thank you for taking the time to listen so of course we do have some ska picks or uh and i'll tell you about my ska pick first yeah let's go buddy um, so a couple weeks ago, well, maybe it was last week. I can't remember days, days. And then I, <laughs> and then I get confused because I start to think about like, when are people going to listen to this? How long will it have been? At least a week ago from when you're listening to this. Um, uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston's dropped a new single yeah. and, uh, they do have a new album coming out on Hellcat Records, uh, produced by Tim Armstrong and, um, it's the so we're obviously definitely not going to listen to this for full song. It, it's called the Final Parade, uh, and it features I don't know everyone in ska. I'm surprised I'm not on this uh, somehow. Everybody except for Aaron Barrett. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is awkward. Um, <laughs> when MC Bat Commander makes the cut, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's uh, not a diss. I'm sure Aaron was busy. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, yes. So, everyone's on them. You know, Amy, Interrupter, Tim. Um, he goes by Most Tim. of Less Than Jake. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Cole is in there for a bit. Like, um, Bucket from the Toasters. Yeah, just 
keep naming people. Angelo from Fish, Fishbone. Fishbone, right. Yeah. All right. So this is a song called The Final Parade. And the song still has seven minutes to go. <laughs> it's a long song, but I love it. I think it's pretty fun. Um, it does but, not feel as long as that when you listen to it. Yeah. Um, I saw some other people saying they didn't really like it or they felt... I've I've seen a lot of criticism that I don't uh, think is entirely fair, to be, yeah. to be honest. But, you know, I like it. I'm excited for a new Boston's record. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Tell us about your Scott pick. My Scott pick. So I was I was uh, I'm on a quest to actually get speaking of Spotify playlists of everything that's on Spotify that I've played on 23 minutes of ska and put it in playlists like broken down by each every 23 episodes. And I did a run of a bunch of uh, episodes, 60s ska episodes. And as I was doing that, which was almost near impossible, uh, I found a whole bunch of songs I'd never heard before. And one of those songs was by a band called The Uniques, which uh, Lloyd Chalmers, whom I'm a big fan of, was in. Uh, but I did not know that they did a cover of Tommy Jane and uh, Shondell's Crimson and Clover. And it's more of a rock steady song, but they put it out in 1968, and it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. sent that over I was like and I checked it out um, putting it on the playlist for tonight I was like I know this song <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had no idea there was a, I mean there's a million cover versions of that song and I sure first of all I can't believe this one escaped me at all and secondly I thought it was really damn good so this is one of those ones where my Scott pick is like I'm sharing what I think is an undiscovered gem with our listeners yeah all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we appreciate you hanging out with us this week, and um, and uh, I've got a lot of editing to do. Let's just say that, <laughs> but you won't so know sorry, it because because 
you because I'll have edited it all away. Um, all right. Some you know sometimes it feels like we have the toughest weeks when it is just you and us, you you and I, <laughs> you and us. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, thank you for hanging out, and until next week, keep listening to ska. You've been listening to On the Upbeat. The On the Upbeat theme music is written and performed by Millington. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Millington the Band. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On the Upbeat Ska. Be sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like to support On The Upbeat financially, visit www.ko-fi.com slash On The Upbeat. Thanks for listening and supporting On The Upbeat.